<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. So Donald Trump tweets this morning, uh, trash-talking uh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff turns around and goes, tweets back, Mr. President, I see you had a busy morning of executive time, in quotes. Executive time is what they're, uh, you know, how the White House euphemistically refers to Donald Trump watching Fox and Friends. Instead of tweeting false smears, tweets Adam Schiff, the American people would appreciate it if you turned off the TV and helped solve the funding crisis, protected dreamers, or really anything else. Here we have John McCain and, and a Dem- well, actually more than just one Republican and more than one Democrat. We have a bipartisan piece of legislation that does to, to protect the dreamers and resolve the immigration crisis. And it, it's a reasonable piece of legislation, it appears to me. I, I haven't you know, done a deep dive into it, but it looks like a reasonable piece of legislation that does not include one penny for Donald Trump's beloved border wall. Not a penny. But it has bipartisan support. It would probably pass the House and Senate easily. And Mitch McConnell, in all probability, will not allow a vote to happen. Paul Ryan, in all probability, will not allow a vote to happen. I mean, if, if just a clean DACA bill was, you know, there is a clean DACA bill in both the House and Senate. Paul Ryan won't allow a vote on it in the House because he knows it would pass. Mitch McConnell won't allow a vote on it in the, in the Senate because he knows it would pass. What the billionaire-funded Republican Party has been doing since the days of Denny Hastert is saying that whenever they have power, whenever they have a majority in either body, they will not entertain any legislation that cannot be passed with, ex- with majority Republican votes with not a single Democratic vote. It's referred to as the Hastert rule or the modified Hastert rule. And... The result of this, the consequence of this, is that even though you have majorities in both the House and Senate who want, you know, lots of very rational policies, they never get voted on because of two people, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. And the only way you're going to get rid of Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, you know, have have them no longer be there, is to have, and, and voting them out of office isn't going to do it, by the way, because Paul Ryan would just be replaced by another right-wing nut job. Or, I mean, not necessarily from his district in Wisconsin. You may have a Democrat in that seat. In fact, I think there's a reasonably good chance of it. 
But there are, there's no shortage of right-wing nut jobs in the U.S. House of Representatives. Look at the Cokehead Caucus, also known as the so-called Freedom Caucus. All these guys who are like, you know, basically the prodigies, the, the protégés, excuse me, of, of uh, David and Charles Koch and their network of the billionaires. So this, this is, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the media in the United States never, ever, ever points this out. Similarly, I mean, there's a very good chance we're going to have a government shutdown this week. The government's running out of money uh, like on Thursday. Now, it wasn't supposed to run out of money on Thursday. It was supposed to run out of money in like a month. So why is it running out of money on Thursday? Well, because since the start of the year, we've a month and a half into the year, since the start of the year, with the Republican tax scam, these giant tax cuts for the billionaire class and the corporate class, the government's not bringing in enough money. You know, government revenues are drying up. And then the other thing that's happening in the bond markets, now there's been a slight recovery today, but the Dow is still down almost 400 points right now. The other thing that's happening in the bond markets, bonds, of course, are debt instruments. If you want to raise money, you want to, to, to start or grow a company, for example, and you want to borrow the money to do it, you don't go to the bank and say, hey, I'd like to borrow $20 million. Instead, what you do is you issue bonds. You become your own bank. Now, you have to have a bank that does it for you. They're sort of the middlemen, but you issue bonds. Bonds are IOUs. So in the IOU market, particularly the, the federal IOU market, what we've been seeing for the last, well, year is that interest rates are going up. And interest rates are really starting to go up now. And, and the result of that, from the federal government point of view and the possibility of government shutdown and all that, is that the cost of borrowing goes up. Now, when Ronnie Reagan became president and our national debt was only $800 billion, it wasn't even $1 trillion. Reagan tripled that debt. But when he came in and our national debt was less than $1 trillion, it's $20 trillion right now. And he took the advice of Jude Winiski and said, we're going to do the two Santa Clauses strategy. When Republicans are in office, run up the debt as hard and as fast as you can and give that money to the billionaires and the corporations. And then when Democrats come into office, start screaming, we don't have enough money for social services. We don't have enough money for food stamps. We don't have enough money for Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid. We don't have enough money to build roads and bridges and schools and hospitals. Sorry, we don't have any money. We gave it all to the billionaires. And force the Democrats to say, well, I guess there's not enough money. We'll just have to chain CPI Social Security, which is what President Obama proposed. I mean, fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And it's not like it was a secret. Jude Winiski published this in 1974 in the Wall Street Journal. The year that Nixon fell, and every, all the Republicans all over the country are going, oh my God, you know, the, 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 the party is never going to recover. We're doomed. And Jude was like, no, I got it. I got it. We become the tax Santa Claus, and we force the Democrats to shoot their Santa Claus. So anyhow, I, I digressed slightly from the path of my, of my message, and that is that when you've got a trillion, $20 trillion debt and interest rates go up, suddenly you're having to spend hundreds of billions of dollars on interest more than you budgeted for. Whereas before Reagan, when you only have, had a 
eight-tenths of one percent trillion or eight-tenths of, of one trillion dollar deficit and borrowing costs go up, it's like, ah, it's no big deal. You know, so it costs an extra couple million bucks. No big deal. You know, it's a, it's a pimple on the butt of the federal budget, right? It's nothing. So <laughs> that's a terrible metaphor, isn't it? Uh, get, that, get that picture out of my head. Anyhow, the, the, the point is that the Republicans are doubling down on two Santa Clauses. And it just blows my mind when I read all these, these op-eds and these uh, editorials and things where people are going, you know, oh, isn't this interesting? The Republicans don't seem to worry about the deficit. Dick Cheney, when he was vice president, he said deficits don't matter. Well, of course they don't matter if you're playing the two Santa Claus theory. Run up debt when Republicans are in control and then scream about debt when Democrats are in control. That They have been doing this since 1981. Every single year without exception. And the media has still not figured it out. And I'm guessing four-fifths of the, of the Democratic Party hasn't figured it out. And I keep trying to tell them. I mean, the first time I published a piece on this was in Common Dreams back in, I think, 2003. So what, 12 years ago, something like that, 14? Anyway, like I said, I don't, admit, don't do math. 13 years ago, right? How many years? 15, 15 years. Thank you, Sean. You're, you're good at math. I'm <laughs> math deficient. I really struggled with trig. I'm not even sure I passed it. But in any case, the, uh, the possibility of a government shutdown is, is very real. And, we, you know, and it raises some interesting issues, specifically what are the Democrats going to do? Because I think that they're being backed into a corner here. The two Santa Claus theory, the two Santa Claus strategies Republicans are pursuing. If, you know, the Republicans will not be able to raise the debt ceiling all alone because of the, the Cokehead Freedom Caucus. So the billionaire-funded Republican Party can't pull this thing off. They're going to need Democrats. And if the Democrats don't vote to raise the debt ceiling, they will be blamed for shutting the government down. But if they do vote to raise the de debt ceiling, they're playing into the Republicans' hands. What should they do? This is the Tom Hartman Program. Also, if they don't vote to raise the debt ceiling, that, that could precipitate an international financial crisis if the U.S. starts defaulting on its debt. That's never happened before. Memogate, the ongoing scandal of De Devin Nunes and him and Trump's destruction of American institutions. Is Trump ordering a nuke test for political purposes? Nuclear weapons, whoa. And uh, the three red lines that Fareed Zakaria talked about this weekend, the billionaire party doesn't need the FBI. A lot of stuff in today's program. Check it out. You can get our commercial free podcast at TomHartman.com and you can see clips from the show uh, here on YouTube and on Facebook.